Yo, it's a mini episode about talking about your feelings. How, how bad does that sound? Someone's like, <laughs> someone's like, click. Everyone's like, next video. Yeah. But uh, mainstream conversing about how you feel to benefit yourself. That still sounds bad, but we're going to dive into it and explain a bit better because... <laughs> Should we talk about our feelings yeah. to strangers no, or, yeah, but or therapists? Like pretty much the bottom line is you look around at everybody of success. You look at athletes. You look at actors. You look at... Like but even corporate business people, like my yeah. CEO of BMO, like I know he has someone that he converses to about like public speaking and anxiety because he can't, he's a, he's, okay, maybe I shouldn't say this, but like he's a high executive, like CEO and like he has, still has trouble sometimes like speaking in front of people like yeah. he gets anxiety of, of what, yeah. what others are going to think of how he's going to portray himself, how he's going to, he's going to forget something. Yeah. So like it's not just like, it's not like, oh, it's uncool or, you know, like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, you talk about your feelings, going to a therapist. So that's kind of the narrative that, like, has to change. It just pisses me off yeah. every time I hear that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's crazy that all these successful people are going to talk to somebody or getting guidance from somebody. But then the rest, I'd say, of, like, society only goes to talk to people when they hit a breaking point where they have to, where they have no other choice. Like, they're literally, all the walls are up against them and they have to go speak to somebody. And at that point, your problems you're trying to take care of are so significant, so severe, like almost so far gone that you have to try and iron those out first. And maybe they got, maybe you get like sent the wrong way first before. But if you rewind it and you actually went and talked to someone earlier, that they could have taken baby steps to get to you know what I mean a better solution. So I think mainstreaming, like, because as like people go to Cairo all the time, people go to physio all the time. People go to physio don't even have to go to physio, but it's never like that with therapy. And I know a lot of places like. It's still covered under your benefits, but people say it was expensive. It's like, no, nah, there's still a lot of counseling that's covered under your benefits. You'd be very surprised. Yeah, no. So no. I've done, I've gone through like my benefits, and it's yeah, it's and covered well, for if sure. You, if you go to your like, uh, I'm assuming if you go to your family doctor and saying, hey, like, I need to talk to someone, then I'm assuming can they set you up? With, can't they set you up with um, psychiatrist or therapist? Oh yeah, man, you gotta pick and choose. Like, it depends your family doctor though too. Like, my family doctor he was pretty open. He's like, listen, when I came through, I, think I told you this too. He's like, he graduated in 1990. He's like, we taught, we learned nothing about mental health, nothing about the mind. We just learned like from the book, you know what I mean? Medicine. And, but he said like, it's relevant. It is more than relevant. Everything's connected. And your, the mind body connection is unbelievable. They didn't learn about it. He, he acknowledges it now. So what it is, it gives you an option. It's like, what kind of, you know, like, what do you think will benefit you the most? And he kind of puts his input in what he thinks will benefit me. I kind of say what I want to get out of it, what I want to benefit me. Then he kind of pinpoints um, a couple doctors that he knows. And then we had a couple options. We talked about the individuals and yeah, I, I chose one and we went from there. So well, we also have like, but uh, people don't do that online things as well. Like I know not just like, you know, stuff that I'm part of even kids help from more focused on kids, but we do have like mental health services and crisis lines, stuff like that, that, Hey, They'll still be there and try and talk to us. So I even, know. If but for is, the average person, if, yeah, it seems so nine one one. It yeah, seems so freaking yeah, like it's just it, no one thinks to uh, think to use resources like that or not even educated on it. And like that's what we're also like. That's just like if Fabregas me too, because like you said, like that's the whole key thing too. And like that was a like, huge for me, like going through university and using my counseling disability services and going on like weekly checkups. Because like when I first went to university after like my second breakdown, like I was damaged goods, right? But then after steadily finding like the, the counselor. That actually kind of like helped me and aided me and allowed me to kind of get back right on my feet. Like even after when I started to do a bit better in like year three and four, obviously you're gonna have days where you're suffering, right? Yeah. But you might be you might feel that like you're doing okay for the first month or two, right? Oh, yeah. after one two months, I'm doing good. I'm not gonna see her anymore. Yeah. That's what I made sure I didn't do. Like she's like, no matter, you're gonna see me 
every two weeks. Yeah, it has to be regular once a to month, check in. Regardless, yeah. right? And they go, yeah, you know what? You're right. And when I go there and looking back, it's like, yeah, every time I see her now, I'm like, yeah, like I'm thankful that you made sure that you're on my case, gave me all these metaphors, made sure you see me even when I was doing good. Just as like, just as communication goes good, just to express your feelings. Like, oh, Matt, what's on your mind? Oh, you know, I'm going through this course. I'm struggling for here. You know, I'm doing well for this. Oh, so it seems like, you know, things are going well, you know, still. And then just shoot the shit with yeah. it. Because it's just it's just a communication thing, right? Even if you, like you said, if you are doing well, then who cares? It's, it's still someone that you trust, someone that you care for. And like being able to go into that and kind of get their opinions, get see what they're doing in their life. It just creates that more kind of social aspect and that kind of communication with someone who was there for you kind of during the struggle. And that was huge. That was huge for me. And that's what, like, you know, when people say, oh, you went to a counselor, just, again, just a stigma. Like, again, like, we were literally just talking about watered-down terms earlier. But it's literally the stigma that's associated with talking about your feelings and going into someone. Because, like, how you said, too, is that, I mean, you talk all the time, you know, talking to your friends, talking to your family, like, you know. It's going to bring it up, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm, so I'm, honestly just... like, I'm lucky because I feel like I've also, cr- I've also tried to create that atmosphere with my friend, with my family, because I'm so open with everything yeah. in my life, right? But that's, that, that's just me. But I was saying, too, a lot of your friends and family are going to tell you what you want to hear. Like, I know my friends, you, you just try to get relationships, advice, try to get advice, but a lot of people don't take on some obstacles you do. They know nothing about it. But as a friend, they're going to be like, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to tell you exactly what you want to hear. Everything's going to be okay. The first thing that comes to mind. Break up with him. Break up yeah, with her. Yeah, but it's like everything's going to be okay. It's not like that. It's not that easy. Exactly. But you know how it is. Like right away, like they tell it, it sounds bad. But like I love my friends. But there's some friends, they just have no idea how to handle certain situations. So they're going to tell you exactly what you want to hear. And same with your family. If you can live in a protected family, they're going to say whatever option protects you the most. Even though the option that harms you the most might be the best way for you to heal mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah. so it's just like that's why i think you have to seek out a third party 100%. which is unbiased some, unbiased exactly person, right? exactly but like people think oh well i talk to my friends i know a lot of, especially a lot of girls like, i've talked to their conversation i have this conversation with them they're like well i talk to my friends we we have group chats or we talk one-on-one it's like no that is no absolutely not and guys is the same and guys are way more bottled up but guys just suppress 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 like because they think it's like it'll be gone tomorrow too, too it'll be gone tomorrow yeah. but like that's what i was saying right now we all face with so many problems like our family. Everyone thinks like no one has a perfect family. Everyone has problems with your family. So you get older and you actually look at like subconscious things that are built up inside of you or like little things and you look back and it's like, it, you know what I mean? It's like little things that could have been changed that, or little things that happened that changed, put, I'm trying to word this properly, but made you who you are today, good or bad. And then, but you look at like people who've been through trauma. It's like some, like, there's a lot of traumatic things that happen in people's lives that have not been handled properly. Once again, suppressed or once again, it's deep down, but they don't talk about it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and how to face adversity. We don't know how to face it. So I think it's to go talk to someone about all these little things, right? Like think about for you, it was like your, your friends and family probably told you exactly what you wanted to hear. And that stuff probably didn't really help. It was actually facing the fear. You know what I mean? By talking to somebody like unbiased. And also too, like, um, they you know, at a point that like, yes, you can say what you want about, you know, professionals and psychiatrists and, you know, they might be this or they might be that. But in the, the day, like they've seen trial and error, through like thousands, yeah. m- like not me, not millions, but thousands or tens of thousands of patients, they've seen different types of anxiety. They've seen different types of depression. They've seen different types of 
borderline personality disorder or schizophrenia, yeah. right? Like not every not every disorder, not every illness, not every uh, descriptory word you want to describe what you're going through is the same for everyone. And they've probably seen so many cases where like said, different stuff, man. Whereas like you said, even if you, even if you did go to your friend and the family, like say, oh, you know, oh, I know uh, Dan Pelsey, I know Matt Ravita, Matt Ravita, you know, he tried to kill himself. He was depressed because his brother died, right? Okay, so they know one side of that, right? So your yeah. family or your friends would be like, oh, Matt, you know what? You've been to this type before, all this stuff. Or, or they, they use that advice or they use what, say, me or yourself told, told them, right? Oh, that's how you can get through it, right? Yeah. But that other person you're advising may not be going, may not be going through that same thing, right? So it's like, again, having that unbiased, having that kind of professional who's been through this, seen all these different stories is, like, advantageous. Because, I mean, like you said, like, they use, use, use hit it, like, nail on the coffin is that, you, if you start talking to someone like that when you're already like 10 toes deep and you don't think you're going to ever come back from this, like it's going to take a lot longer to recover from that. You're going to have to peel back a lot of layers yeah. to kind of find the root cause of your problems. Whereas if you try to hit it head on first when you're starting to kind of feel this or, you know, you're a bit, you know, you're a bit hesitant at first. Okay, two weeks later, okay, shoot, like, no, like, I'm getting worse. Like I need to start talking to someone. So it's not like a year later, you have all these demons built up inside of you. And it's going to freaking take like an arm and a leg to get them out of you because you're just not comfortable doing that. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Mainstreaming. Like I think it's just, that's why I bring it full circles. Like people talking about this day to day and it's just like, okay, maybe you don't open up your friends and family or maybe you think you do, but you're not getting the right answers you're looking for. You know what I mean? But it's like, if, especially if, you, if you're under any umbrella of like any sort of like struggle or blip in your system or thing that you think about or why you can't sleep every night. Or these little, like, you're tired all the time, you're depressed, you're angry all the time. You know what I mean? You're pissed off, you have no self-worth, you're in a shitty relationship, or you always pick guys or girls that are bad for you, but then you don't realize, because subconsciously, it's because of your childhood, maybe those those male and female figures in your life have a lot to do with who you choose in your relationships and who you choose as friends, right? But people don't realize that. But it's just like, why not go talk about it? Why not? Why not? Why not make it easy? Right, people, but people think I have to hit that. But we, as I said before, like people think, and like I was guilty of it too. I didn't know you have to hit that breaking point before you reach out for help, before you think you need help. But we only realize like the word help. This can happen for someone who is like, with maybe it's like I have some people tell me like, oh, I don't struggle from any mental illness of any sort. I'm just like, yeah, but you're gonna you have struggles in your life. You have certain obstacles that you deflect. I know a couple of my friends. They say that and they're like, I'm like, they have a huge underlying things that go on in their life that like you're huge red flags but it's like they're like no no, nothing's wrong with me but it's like why not go talk about it it's free for a lot of people it's free go talk about it and you'll be shocked like what you get out of it you know what i mean yeah but some people just don't say oh i don't have time or it's not worth my time or what's it gonna do for me what's the what's the advantages of talking to someone right i can just go you know i can just you know cry about it or i can just deal with it one day just put it under the rug under the pillow tonight and i don't have to worry about it tomorrow everything's gonna be okay right wake up go to work yeah. wake up go to the gym wake up go meet my friends you know do stuff like that i go drink oh i'm fine it's sunday morning i'm hungover as fuck but hey my problems are gone that i had last night or at least i tell myself that they're gone right and the cycle just repeats yeah but that's exactly what you said we're trying to mainstream it and trying to get people like i mean like you don't like you said like that was it for me too like i didn't reach out to help so i had like a traumatic point yeah, people don't that's right? what we're talking and about that's why like we i don't want like, we don't want people to get to that traumatic uh, point to feel that like you have to reach that's the only time you reach out for help like, yeah i can only reach out for help because i'm so severely depressed that yeah. i have nowhere else to go 
Like if you're even having that type of feeling where you feel worthless or you don't feel like a sense of purpose, like that's when, like, okay, shoot, like you're angry all the time. Yeah, things red like that. go off. He yeah. said, like, yeah, like, you're tired, you're lethargic, yeah. right? Because that's it. Like a lot of people are always tired. Oh, I work so much. Yeah, why you know, are you tired? Wait, you know, let's start backtracking right? here. Yeah, right. Like when it's you a mindset. Yeah, but like your friends and family will just give you motivating things. They'll be like, oh, it's all good. I'm going with the same thing. Like this is what I did. It's like, but professionals will actually break it down and give you establish the patterns that you're living your life that might be off that might need to be altered a bit and they'll kind of give you this whole new map of what to do to kind of you know what i mean hopefully reach your goals and feel great every single day like so many people think that like that next thing that next external factor that promotion the money the new house the vacation the you know i mean breaking up with your girlfriend and finding a new one like that's gonna be what it takes to be happy but it's just like you break break down yourself inside first and re, like acknowledge that maybe you know what I mean that things aren't right within you because there's few people especially our age in their early 20s early mid 20s that actually have everything together go talk to somebody yeah. fuck go talk to someone let's wrap it up go talk to someone if not come talk to us we'll pick you apart <laughs> we'll bring you on reach out to us yeah alright man Thanks for tuning in and listening to the episode of MindSuite. Be sure to subscribe for weekly content, rate, as well as check us out online at The Rambler Project. See you later.